Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Hello, our friends. I am the curly-haired half of the podcast. Oh, and I'm the gray-haired half. <laughs> I didn't know we were introducing ourselves by our hair. We- Speaking of hair, I'm missing a lot of it. I'm getting <laughs> married, and I got a Brazilian, and I'm marrying a Brazilian. So we have a lot of life updates for this podcast. Um, also, I don't even remember what our podcast channel is called. Fun fact. It's like good vibes. It's um positive vibes, good you know what? It's vibes. Something vibes. Good vibes. Is it good vibes? You know what? This is a struggle for us. That's obviously terrible. Considering our podcast. We don't even know our podcast. We should name we should not record this. This No, this is hilarious. We need to know our vibes. What the hell is our name? You know what? Let's look. It's Let's like last night. Let's see if we can. I laid in bed for I don't 20 know minutes trying to figure out what is the name of the country that begins with A in South America. And I'm going through and I'm like, well, there's Ecuador, obviously Brazil, because Andre's from Brazil. Obviously. Obviously. Uh, Colombia, because there's a lot of cocaine there. Venezuela. You know Chile. Chile. And I kept thinking Antarctica. Antarctica. And I'm like, Karen. That's not a country. Yeah, it and is. then Antarctica is a country. But it's a continent. Isn't it both? Well, I mean, like Australia. Okay. Point being, it's not like a country in South America. And I knew that. And I'm going in my head, I'm like, Karen, that's ridiculous. So then I was like, what is the name of that country that starts with an A? And then I'm like, oh my gosh, what if I have early onset Alzheimer's? Gosh, this is really the roundabout. Don't want to think about that. But then I went, don't cry for me, Argentina. And I was like, thank you, my music brain. (laughs) Thank goodness, your left brain right there. I know. Okay, we're going to have to figure, I'm looking this up now because we need to know. Isn't it good vibes? No, I'm talking about Antarctica. Is it a country? Is it a continent? Is it both? I'm looking, I'm looking. It's probably like a territory of people. Wait, wait, wait. Actually, this is interesting. No country owns Antarctica, and there are no nations within the continent. It is a continent. It's just a continent. Um, we should establish a nation. That doesn't work. Like, that doesn't I work like that. I can't believe I live no, in Belize. That is my joke. Okay. Let's go back in time here. Let's take a little look at childhood Julie. She's hilarious. Hmm. Let's start there. She's a She has great, great plans, ambitious plans. One of them includes owning an island in Belize, well, not off of Belize, and naming it, I can't Belize, I live in Belize. Let's just take a moment of silence for that name because obviously it's a 10 out of 10. It's a good plan, and I told Kelly about it, and then we both went, I can't believe it's not butter. (laughs) (laughs) That's so stupid. That's so funny, because we were like, oh, we had a picture of, like, just the outline of Belize, and just, like, somebody going like this with butter. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait, that's actually hilarious. I get it now. Before, I was like, that's just dumb, because, like, the island in Belize is hilarious. That makes sense. Right. But, like, I can't believe it's not Belize has nothing to do with butter. So I was like, I don't get it. It'd be funny though if it's like known for like its butter production. I'd be like, oh, huh? Didn't know that. 
<laughs> or it's anti- I can't believe that. I can't believe that. <laughs> I did a. I made a. I did a. I made a really funny pun the other day. Really? I don't remember what it was. Oh my gosh! I got so <laughs> excited. It was so good. Even Robert. Robert was there, and Robert looked at me and he laughed so hard, and, I, and it made me feel good. Because speaking of Robert, we need to talk about Robert's job. Oh, your job. Okay. My love life. Your love life. Robert's love life. There's a lot to get and unpacked then, here. Corcuses. You know what? Let's start with Corcuses. Corcuses. So, my best friend Haven. Shout out to Haves. Haven. She. Okay, actually, one minute. Really shout out to Haven. Go check out Haven's vlogs right now. She's been making vlogs and posting them. She's made them for years, but she's finally posting them on YouTube. And her channel is at Haven Homes. And that's H-A-V-E-N-H-O-L-M-E-S. And she's doing my wedding vlog. And it's going to be epic. And it'll probably be on the tube of the U. Oh, wow. So. You think? Yeah. So watch it. Go go to at Haven Homes on, at, on YouTube. And she's adorable, makes awesome vlogs, and... She's awesome. Yeah, she's great. Love her. Anyway, so Haven, she knows, like, the actual... Is it called phylum? Yeah. The phylum. Okay. She knows, like, the genus and the phylum and the family. She knows the actual, like, names of plants and their phylum. So the other day we were on a hike, and she pointed to, like, poison oak and said... It's, like toxic adrenaline or something I know that's wrong but it's something like that and I was like oh is the adrenaline part the, is that what you call oak and she was like actually no oak is quarkus and I was like quarkus no way so then the next day Robert and I are hanging out and I'm like Robert for those of you who don't know Robert's my brother I'm like Robert guess what and he's like what Julie and I'm like so Haven and I were on a hike and she told me that Oaks, their phylum name is Quarkus. And he was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. So we were cracking up. And we came up with, like, our own new phylum names for, for different kinds of Oaks. So there's, like, the so coastal. In California, have, there's a lot of Oaks out here. A lot. So one of them is, like, the, the coastal Oak, something like that. And Robert and I were like, oh, obviously, that's the beachy Quarkus. The beachy Quarkus. And then we, there's the blue oak, and we're like, well, that one can, just can be blue Quarkus, because that fits anyway. And then, then it got to the, <laughs> then it got to the shrub oak, and we were like, ooh, what can we do? And so obviously, without a doubt, we named it the bushy Quarkus. <laughs> bushy Quarkus. <laughs> and then my, my favorite personal Quarkus is the poison oak and we call that the uh oh oh no itchy corcus oh no itchy corcus so that one just makes me laugh every time i think of it so anyway that's our little tidbit and shout out to haves thank you haven for the uh oh itchy corcus itchy corcus don't touch so on that note let's let's jump in to what oh Sorry, I changed my password on my phone, so now every time I open my phone, I get absolutely confused. Why'd you change your password? Honestly, back to Haven. It's about Haven. <laughs> because Haven changed her password. She got mad that I wouldn't let her have her face in my phone. Uh-huh. Because 
Ryan, my boyfriend, has his face in, in my phone. And she was like, he doesn't need it. He's not here anymore. And yeah, I know he's not here anymore, but he had, this was before. Oh, anyway, oh that's right. When Ryan was still, was still here. So she was upset and wanted to be able to like get into my phone quicker. And I was like, you know my password. Yeah. You can just get in. So then she changed her password so that I didn't know how to get into her phone. <laughs> Cause she's like, hey, if I don't have my face, you don't get my password. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. It would just be my fingerprint. Then I just don't have my fingerprint in your phone. So anyway, point being, long story short, I changed my password so that it's different, so now when she tries to get in my phone, she can't. That's a naughty Quirkus. That's <laughs> a uh-oh, oh no, Quirkus. It's a hmm, Quirkus. Exactly. Aww. So, so yeah, basically, I changed my password. So, now let's get into your love life, Mom. Let's start okay. with you. Well, I was on Mormon Tinder, and... That was, let's see, we'll start with like last year, which would have been 2021. Because of COVID, I had to wait to get in doubt. And when I had prayed about dating and whatnot, like I got it very, very clear. Okay, should I take 154? So also FYI, we are currently driving to LA. Should I take 154 to the 101 or stay on the 101? Just stay on the 101. Okay, stay on the 101. Cool. Got it. So, anyway, I prayed about dating. And I got a very clear answer. Like, like so clear. And, of course, not what I wanted to hear was, wait till you're in doubt. And I was like, ooh, really? Really? It was way too in doubt. And I was like, oh, okay. So, I was going to do it in April of 2020, but then COVID hit, all the temples got shut down, and I couldn't do it, and I was like, God, that's a funny joke. <laughs> Wasn't that funny, because I literally couldn't get down until a year later, until next March 2021. So, luckily, I had a really nice long time to study for the endowment, which was wonderful, and I'm actually really glad I did. I also and, had time to not date. And for those of you who don't know, the endowment is a religious ceremony that you go through in our church to make further covenants and to continue your way on the covenant path. Yeah. So when I prayed about it, it was kind of like you go through this process first because it will serve as a protection and like a filter for you. Okay. So anyway, I had to wait extra long. That's my point. I get online and I'm like... I'm going to find myself a really nice Mormon man because that's what I was thinking was, of course, Mormon men are going to be like, quote, unquote, better than normal guys. Well, let me tell you, not the case, people. Do not be fooled by Mormon Tinder. Religious people, it doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. It means nothing. So, the first guy I get on... And I've never been on a date before, like this before in my life. And I go on a date and it was, it was fun. It was cool. He was super cute. And he walked me in my car and I had my two, my two boards on my car. I had my longboard and I had my medium board and I have not kissed anybody. So I did not know what the heck to do because he was going to lean in to kiss me. And I was like, Oh, check out my boards. And so I back oh, away from my car so bad. and I'm like, this is the big D. 
he's my 9-2. Super Aww. awesome. Rad board. As somebody who has dodged a kiss, this is just so awkward. I'm so sorry. And he's just looking at me like, oh, uh-huh. And I'm like, and this is my 710. This one's super fun. It's great when it's like not predictable. You know, you don't know what the waves are going to do. And he doesn't surf. So he's just like nodding his head like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And he's like, all right, cool. Well, peace out. See you later. And I was like, bye. So then I was driving home and I felt really bad because I, I ditched him. Okay. Should have just never called him after that because he turned out to be a huge D bag and like horrible, horrible. What are you doing? I'm looking at the moon. Sorry. Oh, I didn't know. I thought you were laughing and like didn't want me to see you laughing at me. I was like, no. you can laugh at me. Anyway, so this guy, you know what? I'm not going to put bad vibes out there because we're absolutely vibing. Point being, I put myself in a situation where I had my hopes set so high that I was not, I didn't honor myself. And I turned into whatever he wanted me to be when he wanted me to be it. And then when I wanted to talk to him or anything, he was never available. And it was just, like, pathetic. So, pretty much women, don't let men control you. Stand up for yourself. Stand up for who you are. And don't cower down to anybody because you deserve everything. Well, if you start having that feeling like, mm, is this right? Is this okay? No, it's not. Because if you're asking that question, it's, it's not. It's hashtag unacceptable. Yeah. There's things that are clearly, like, when you're confused, you're like, I can't tell. Is this a cultural issue or no? no, no. This is where Maddie is right now. Fun fact. She's right Avenue here. of the Flags. Madison is my other best friend slash roommate is in Solvang right now, and we're passing it. Uh, we're passing. Maddie. Literally, she's right up the hill. Oh, cool. So, yeah. That was, I was disappointed in myself for kind of falling for it at my age. You know, I'm in my early 40s, and it was just like, how did I fall for such a player and we won't get into it got really bad you know what that happens though honestly it happens to everybody i've i've done that too so yeah i guess i guess it happens but it's good to know the bitter because then you recognize the sweet and i went out with one more other guy he was 15 years older Literally an ancient old man. Okay, first of all, he wasn't ancient, but <laughs> I for me, that was a joke. ancient that was a, of days. That was a joke. I'm he was just, very sweet. All my friends nice. were basically like, after this guy, they're like, you need to date somebody younger because you have way too much energy for your age and you're a spaz. So ancient old man didn't work out if you didn't get the clue. No, it did it. not work out. No, you know what? He said, I like to kiss too much. What? Yeah. I'm sorry. My boyfriend doesn't think that's a problem. Um... So he thought I moved too fast (laughs) and that I wanted to kiss too much. And he said, ancient old man. He said, I I've never kissed this much. And I was like, what? He's like, well, yeah. And I'm like, what do you do with women then? He's like, well, I don't kiss when I'm touching them. And I was like, wow, that's called prostitution. Oh, that's really weird. So I was like, yeah, that's how women feel like prostitutes because you don't kiss prostitutes to prevent Wait, what do you mean he just touches them without kissing like not like 
Yeah, okay, this is why I love no, Andre. So I weird. love Andre no, because he so just wants weird. to kiss all the time, and that's all I want to do, and I just want to kiss him all the time. And, okay, well, I'm like, not... be inside of him. Oh. I can't No. Sh- if I could, I would. No, that's No, I mean, let's like, take in that back. Let's take that back. Let's... No. Not like that. Back stuff right now. <laughs> no, like I, I am still your daughter. So much. I just want to be in him. No, like okay. in his soul. Let's not say it like, like that though. Rest these new words. Happy. Okay. So anyway, old man didn't work out. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. So because of these experiences, I was able to recognize Andre, and he's a most beautiful soul ever. And I feel like I've known him my entire life or more. He's my best friend. And he's so funny. It makes me laugh so hard. And I can do stupid things in front of him. I sing in front of him, which actually is a lot. I don't just like whip out singing. Like I just sang three different songs to him while I was grocery shopping. On video. In French. And one in Spanish. Oh my gosh. So I climbed a mountain with him. And I'm afraid of heights. That's okay. I will attest that is a huge deal. That's really big. I gave a testimony at church. That's really big too. And I gave a talk. Even bigger. So ever since I met Andre, I have developed a lot more self confidence because I feel like I can do anything with him. In yes, my life. queen. Slay. And he's a wonderful father. I know he'll be an excellent husband. He's a great guy. And he's Brazilian and super sexy. And it's true what they say of Brazilian men. So I'm just going to put it out, out there. It's all true. There we go. Yeah. There we have it. There's Mom's Love Life. Do you want to tell them what's happening in a week? I'm getting married. She's getting married. I'm changing my name back to Karen Van Gordon and adding Vosser at the end that's Andre's last name and it means water and we both love the water and we're both swimmers and like like love the water like not like oh I like the water like I love the water I'm an aqua feeliest no it's like a I have aquaphilia oh a love of water a love of water that's amazing anyway so that's mom's love life right now that's what's happening oh we're going to Idaho tomorrow yeah so right Andre Gabriel and Ben what we're doing right now is we're driving so that we can go to LA so that we can spend the night, do a little surfy surfy, and then fly to Idaho. So I get to meet my stepbrothers. Woo! All right, Jules. Now it's so, my turn. Why don't you update us? Okay. So let's see what has happened in my life. A lot, a lot, a lot has happened in my life. I have been at BYU for over a year now. Um, I don't even remember when the last time we recorded was. But let's think. So I had been writing a missionary when I first went to school. And a few weeks into school, we ended up, we stopped talking while he was on his mission. So... I took a little while and then I started going on dates with people. I went on dates and I was like, meh, nothing's really exciting. And then fall semester started and I met this boy and his name was Ryan. Is 
It was. Is sorry. His name is still Ryan Nixon. It it is the. It remains the same. Anyway, so his name's Ryan. And I was like, ooh, Ryan is cute. He is adorable. Ryan is adorable. But also more than that, he's just, he's very cute. And he's shockingly buff that you can't tell because he wears such modest clothes. And then you see him in a swimsuit and you're like, what the heck is happening It's ridiculous. So Ryan and I ended up being in the same friend. Actually, this is a cute story of how we met. The first week before school even started was NSO week. So everybody had moved into their apartments and everyone was there for orientation one of the nights after orientation a bunch of people were in the quad outside of our apartment just hanging out and playing werewolf so i went down and i ended up sitting in this big circle and then two boys like one boy sat on one side of me and then another boy sat on the other side and it ended up being jackson and ryan and i was like hey guys and ended up talking to them a bunch and invited them to come back to my apartment Jackson ended up going and playing things and Ryan was like, oh, I'll come up with you. So he came up to my apartment and ended up doing a scripture study with me, which is just so cute. And I love that that's how we met. But That is cute. Um, so that's how we met and we ended up being in the same friend group. So Jackson is Ryan's ro- was Ryan's roommate and was in the same class as me. So I talked to Jackson all the time and then our friend groups kind of collided we ended up going on trips together and hanging out all the time. And then slowly during movies, Ryan and I started sitting next to each other. And then we started like cuddling a little bit and it got to the point where he'd like put his arm around me. And then I don't, it slowly progressed until I asked him out on a date. I, I was going crazy. I was like, I've liked this boy for a few months. I'm gonna ask him on a date because he hasn't asked me yet. So I asked him on a date and he was like, of course I'll go. So we went on our first date and we went and played laser tag with a few other people and it was super fun. And then things kind of ramped up after our first date because it was pretty obvious that we liked each other. A few, I'm trying to think, a few weeks after that, we it was Christmas time. So we ended up going and looking at Christmas lights in Salt Lake City. Oh, I remember you sent me those pictures. It they was were so, so cute. Yeah, that was so fun. And Ryan and I ended up holding hands while we were, like, walking around and doing stuff. And I was so excited because I was like, oh, my gosh, I think he actually does did like me. Did you feel electricity? I did. Yeah? Yes. Oh, he's great. Anyway, then we all went home for winter break. And during winter break, Ryan had texted me, and he was like, I miss you. And I was like, oh my gosh, he actually does like me. Because up until this point, I was completely doubting the fact. I was like, there's no way he likes me. I know he doesn't like me. You were you were doubtful even on break. And then when he texted you that, you came in. You're like, mom, he does like me. I know. I did. I was so excited. And I texted him back. I'm like, I miss you too. And then he texted me a few days later. We were talking the whole break. But a few days later, he goes, I don't know if I'm going to have a ride back to Provo. Which is the biggest bs ever his brother literally lives in orem in the town over which i had no idea and his brother so his brother was driving back Hmm. but i just oh it was like you know what i guess i'll have to take one for the team here so i texted him i was like well do you want me to pick you up on the way back because i have to drive through vegas anyway and he was like oh yeah totally Hmm. so i was driving maddie my roommate so mads and i 
drive and we pick up Ryan and I was so freaking nervous. You were a wreck. I was a wreck because I didn't think I'd be able to talk. I thought that I would just like go mute or something. Like just like, literally. Oh yeah, you're gonna go mute. I don't think that's even possible. Well, I was, t- I was so scared that I was gonna just make a fool out of myself. He hangs out with me every day, but I was just so scared. So we pick up Ryan. Scared you're gonna go mute. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I know, I know, I know. Handmaid's tail and like cut out the tongues. Literally. So Ryan gets in the car and Maddie almost instantly falls asleep. So for the six hours back to Provo, it's just Ryan and I. And we take turns driving and we're having a blast. We're talking, we're playing music, and it's going really well. And we get back to my apartment and he brings my bag up to my apartment for me and it was so cute. That's sweet. Um, a few days after that, the semester started. We had hung out every day since coming back from school. And then he asked me on a date. And he was like, hey, Julie, will you go on a date? And, like, had this whole thing planned. And then he texted, and I was like, yeah, of course. And then after he texted me, also, I don't have a car. Can we use your car? (laughs) I'm like, of course. So my... He asked me on this date, and my roommates and I were literally freaking out. Like, all of us go into my into Sydney and Emily's room, and we're jumping up and down, like, screaming. Like, it was so exciting. So, this happens, and then the next day... So, from the time I'm asked, we have two days before the date. The next day, I'm in my marriage prep class. I, yes, I did actually take this class. It's marriage preparation. So... I bet you did, because I'm using all her books now yeah, to prepare seriously. for my marriage. So, my, in my class, I get a challenge to, I'll get extra credit points if I ask a, a boy that I'm friends with to be my fake boyfriend for two weeks. And that means that he has to text me every day and we have to go on a date once a week. Not too much. That's already what Ryan and I did anyway. So, I was like, okay, I think I'm going to ask Ryan because I don't want to ask another boy and have Ryan be all sad if he does like me. And, like if he doesn't like me then it might just be awkward but at least I know he's not the right person right anyway Ryan comes over that night and I know we have the date the next day so I'm a little bit nervous and apprehensive because this could just make the date really awkward but so I'm mustering up the courage to ask him to be my fake boyfriend right and then he ends up leaving and I never do it and I'm like oh my gosh Julie like come on And then finally, I'm like, I have to do it. He had just walked out of the door. So I opened my door, and I run out into the hallway, and I go, Ryan! And he's like, yeah? Turns around and, like, walks back. And I'm like, I have something really awkward to ask you. Will you be my fake boyfriend for two weeks? It's a school assignment. And he's oh like, my gosh. and he starts laughing, and he's like, yeah, of course. And I was like, oh, thank you. And he's like, so we're still on for tomorrow, right? you're ready for the date and I was like yeah totally and he's like okay see you tomorrow hugs me and then he walks away I walk into my apartment and apparently my my friend saw him and he had like done the like yes thing with like his arm oh really and was just so cute so the next day we go on sorry this is kind of long but the next day we go on our date and we go to this Italian food restaurant the whole plan was to go to a restaurant and then go bowling okay so we go to this Italian food restaurant, and then they're like, hey, we have an hour wait time. And Ryan and I are like, that's fine. So we end up walking around South Campus, which is my favorite part of campus. So I was showing him the duck pond and all my favorite stuff. 
and we walked and talked for an hour just and the whole time we held hands and it was so cute Aww. we just held hands and walked around and oh it was literally the most cute i wish i could go back to that moment right now and then we went and got food the food was really good and then we go to the bowling alley and the bowling alley has a two hour wait and we're like oh gosh we're gonna go to the other bowling alley so we go to another one there's a one hour wait and i look at ryan i'm like well do you want to do something else then and he's like sure so we end up going on a drive so we were just driving like through the canyon because it was pretty and we ended up driving all the way to heber which you is drove to heber we drove all the way to heber no way yes which from provo to heber is like a 35 40 minute drive yeah so we drove all the way to Heber talking the whole time. And as we're driving back, I really wanted to have my first kiss, okay? I had never kissed somebody. So I was like, I, this is the perfect moment, this is the time. So I was like, hey, you wanna like go in the canyon? And Ryan's like, yeah, sure. So we drive up to this really pretty park and there's snow on the ground, the stars are out, it's a full moon, it's just beautiful. So we park and we're walking and oh my gosh sorry there's an alarm going off so we're walking and then we get to this clearing and we kind of just stop talking and i like look up at him he looks at me and then he was so cute and then he like grabbed my waist and kissed me and it was my first kiss and it was just adorable and we were in this clearing in snow and there's a waterfall next to us and it was just so cute and then after that, so my, my roommates had told me multiple times, Julie, don't say anything stupid after he kisses you. Because they, <laughs> they, they thought that, well, I mean, I don't blame them, but they thought that, <laughs> that after he kissed me, I would jump up and down and say yay. Yay. And go like, yay. <laughs> Which is completely me. And he would have laughed really hard, but I didn't. Instead, I was quiet. And then he goes, I really like you and I was like I really like you too and he was like so about that fake boyfriend thing and I was like yeah how about we make that a real boyfriend <laughs> or no no I'm sorry I said how about that fake boyfriend thing and he goes yeah how about we make that real boyfriend and I was like deal so then we hugged and walked back to the car and we're like so are we actually gonna go bowling and Ryan's like oh yeah we totally can I was like well how about we go back to my apartment and watch, <laughs> and watch a movie? <laughs> and he's Julie's like, been waiting to make out I forever. Literally, she came out of the womb ready to make out. I was so she's like, uh, "We're not bowling tonight. We're gonna go to my apartment." I'm like, I would have been fine with bowling, but not I have, when you I have, have an opportunity. Yeah, my roommates literally got out of the apartment for me. Because they, they were like, we know you're going to have your first kiss tonight, so we are going to clear the apartment so that you guys can, if it, the date goes well and you want to keep going with the date, then come back here. Mm -hmm. So we ended up going back to my apartment, and we didn't even make out first. We watched a horror movie together, a two-hour horror movie. So oh. we spent like two and a half hours just like watching this movie, and it was terrifying. And I feel so bad. I like death-gripped death his arm the whole time. But it ended up going well. Um, yeah. And I knew I was going to get a phone call that night because yeah. she was so excited about this date and I could tell it was going to go somewhere because of how Ryan and she had been interacting. And so I get a phone call. At, at like, like one in the morning. Oh, no, was, later than that probably. It was two. 
Yeah. Because it was three where it you was were. Three my time. And it was two o'clock in California. And I knew, as soon as I saw it was you, I was like, oh, this is going to be a good. And it was video. I was like, oh, this is You're like, that's a good date then. <laughs> good. Our date was at like 6 p.m. too. Yeah. So it had gone on for literally ever. Hours. And the best part is my roommates are walking into the, all of our friends and my roommates are walking in the door right when Ryan's leaving. Okay. And his hair is a little bit messed up. Yeah. I mean, a little lotta. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, I guess the date went well. And they're all like screaming down the hall. And Ryan's just like laughing. And then I walk out and they're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and they're like, you got your first kiss. And it was so funny. Yeah, Julie calls. And I, like I said, I knew what it was going to be before she even said anything. And I was like, well, hello. And her hair was so messed up. It was I didn't know all what- crazy make out looking. And then it's funny. she, like, lost an earring. I did. It broke. And I was like, hey, wow. You look a bit disheveled. <laughs> all my roommates are with me, too. <laughs> and uh, you look a bit disheveled and, like, missing an earring. She's like, I had my first kiss. And it was perfect. And it's everything I ever dreamed of. And now Ryan's my real boyfriend, not my fake boyfriend. And it's awesome. And we made out for hours on the couch. Not hours. It and I was hours. like, wow. I was like, how, how was it? She's like, I straddled him. No, oh my gosh. That was on the, on the podcast. Why? We're keeping it more peachy. I don't want... What if somebody hears that? Okay. It was hilarious when you told Sorry. me that. I'm your mom, and you were I like... Know. Like, you were like, I did it! I was proud of myself. You were so... You were, like, because assertive and... I was genuinely... But not, like, weird. I was under the impression that, like, if I hadn't had my first kiss, I would suck and wouldn't know anything. Like, wouldn't know how to do anything. Right. I don't know so, where to put my hands. I don't know yeah. what to do. I, so, yeah. I was really excited that, like, it was fine. Yeah. You were, yeah, you were like, I got after for a while I was like then I was like, I'm gonna go I'm gonna get on top of him. You were so well, funny. Because it was like You're I like, realized yes, I can do this. Sitting next to each other is like really awkward and I was like, that's way stupid. <laughs> so I was like, like uh, this is dumb. And I, at this point, I, if he wasn't my boyfriend then I probably wouldn't have. But just because he had said like let's make it official, yeah, I didn't feel as nervous because I knew that there was no like rejection. Exactly. If that makes sense. That's exactly yes. I, I didn't. Totally I wouldn't. That. I didn't want to be rejected. So if he hadn't had been like, hey, let's be boyfriend and girlfriend, yep. I wouldn't have done that. It's amazing, but it's for me. I'm gonna speak for myself. When you know when a man is committing and genuine, and you know he's committing, it's like you want to please him and yeah, you seriously. want to like connect because you that being left is it's like not you know of course you know it can happen but I mean yeah it's different like also, you're like all right let's I'm stoked like the build up to this moment had been so long we had liked each other for months yeah and then we finally like he had been so respectful and had like We'd been going on dates and doing all the things, and he was just taking it really slow. And then I was like, okay, no, not anymore. Yeah. So then it was just exciting. Anyway, so Ryan and I have been dating for 
almost eight months now. I love Ryan. And He's awesome. Yeah, he is amazing. I love him so much. He is seriously everything you can ask for in someone. Yeah, super easy to get along with. Yeah, he He's came. Funny. I I've spent a lot of time with his family now. So we've stayed at his family's house, visited extended family. I get along well with them. You stayed with his aunt in LA. I stayed with his aunt in LA, and then he came and visited all my family. Which, if if anybody, if I bring people around my family, then you know that like you're in. Yeah. Because I do not bring people around my family ever. Why? We're so normal. Because we're just the perfect normal family. We're just yeah. a normal perfect family. Anyway, so and Hashtag then. Alcohol. I went back to Ryan's house and spent another week there. We spent, since school ended in April, we spent almost an entire month together just traveling and doing stuff. Aww. Because he ended up leaving on his mission in May, which is sad. So it's been a little while. He's been on his mission for almost three months. Yeah. Which is crazy. I'm glad it's going fast. Yeah. But we decided to date through the mission that was uh, something we had discussed but we realized pretty early on into our relationship that this was not just a boyfriend girlfriend thing Mm -hmm. and it was gonna gonna go a lot further than that so we're still dating and we plan to continue dating until he comes back and then get married so yeah that's ryan yay ryan Tips. I was gonna say health tips, but it's really not. No, a tip. it's more of like an investigation. We're gonna we're gonna go through Julie's health history. My crappy, literally awful immune system health history. Um, and try to see what's going on. If you're a doctor, please tune in. Please help me. <laughs> please fix my body. So, the past year was pretty rough for Julie. Um. Health-wise. Health-wise. Obviously with Ryan, hashtag amazing. Um, yeah, Ryan's awesome. So before Ryan, though, in October, Julie said that she felt like a really bad spirit kind of in her apartment. Yeah. And it just felt like she... Julie, Julie, one of her spiritual gifts is she's like really sensitive to spirits. And so if she... You know, good, bad, indifferent, neutral, it doesn't really matter. But this particular one was like pretty strong and pretty bad. Negative. Really negative. And she was doing everything she could to like get rid of it cleansing, prayer, meditation, like getting. You got a blessing, right? I did. I yeah. got blessings. I even had the house dedicated or apartment dedicated. Yeah. So she like did all the, like pulling out all the stops spiritually. But then, interestingly enough, she started getting sick. Really, really like, sick. Really sick. Like infected with. Um, well, the weird thing is, she got tested for mono six times. Six times, and it never came back positive. Well, what happened was my tonsils. I'll, I'll explain this part. Yeah. My tonsils had started getting extremely swollen to the point where they were. By the way, disclaimer right now. Like, if you're sensitive to stuff, skip forward, please. But they got so swollen that they were literally bags of pus. Ew, gross. 
they were and they closed off my throat and it hurt so much that I would take pain medication but it hurt to swallow I couldn't even swallow like liquid liquid hurt to swallow so I like kind of stopped drinking and stopped eating but then I take pain medicine but because there was nothing in my stomach I'd throw up and I just but there was also nothing in my stomach so I threw up nothing so then I was throwing up and throwing up and throwing up for over 24 hours and to the point where the keep medicine down yeah to, I, to not be in pain it was a horrible vicious cycle and I'm in California I'm 11 hours away yeah and I can't help her my roommate ends up taking care of me Kiana shout out to Key, who's literally a lifesaver she ends up taking care of me and it gets to the point where I'm throwing up nothing and continually like throwing up but there's nothing coming out that my body starts throwing up bile throw up oh. from my from my liver and my bile duct which is awful like that should yeah. not happen and Kiana brings me to the doctor, like the hospital emergency, like whatever it's called, care. And they're like, okay, it's not strep and it's not mono. They t- Kiana continues to bring me for days in a row because it's, I'm not getting better. So they end up testing me literally six times. And all of it is negative each time. So then... A- they finally give me antibiotics I take them and it seems to work two weeks after that immediately when my antibiotics are up same thing happens I get so sick so I go back to the doctor they do strep mono tests again negative the next day I go back strep mono again negative and then they give me a different kind of medicine and it works and then a few weeks steroids yeah they give me steroids and then a few weeks later I feel it coming back again. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So I go back to the doctor and they're like, we don't know what to do anymore. And I was freaking out because I was about to go to Ryan's house and spend the week with his family. And I'm like, I cannot be throwing up the entire week that I'm there. We're like, I, I don't want to be throwing up at all at Ryan's house, but especially the entire weekend there. So I'm freaking out. Thankfully, like I got medicine and it never got to the point where I was throwing up. It just hurt really badly. But then you had the weird nightmare. And then... Nightmare. Yeah. Remember in Vegas? You said... Oh my gosh. Yeah. So... Because you have to include with your health. You want to include, like, any emotional, psychological, or spiritual spiritual experiences you were having. So you also submitted mission papers. Yes. So this this whole time that I'm getting, like, really sick and my sickness is getting worse, I'm preparing for Ryan to leave on this mission. And I'm also submitting, going through and submitting my mission papers because I thought that that was something that I was going to pursue. So I'm getting more and more sad and depressed as Ryan's day gets closer to him leaving and I'm getting more and more sick. So Ryan leaves on his mission. I fly back to California and like literally like two or three days after that, I get put in the hospital. And I'm put in the hospital because my pancreas decides to start literally breaking itself down. It secreted digestive enzymes that were digesting my own organs. It was awesome. Which was absolutely horrendous. It is the most pain I've ever been in. My lipase levels were at 4,400. They're supposed to be at, um, what is it? Four, 50, 40 something. Yeah. I think they were supposed to be at 41, 40. They were at 4,400. 
it was awful. So I was in the hospital for a week, in bed, couldn't move, couldn't walk, couldn't pee by myself. Literally, had to people people had to pick me up and put me on the toilet. But I couldn't even walk to the bathroom, so the toilet had to be brought to me. She couldn't eat, couldn't drink, couldn't have ice, nothing. Nothing. I was completely only IV fed for a week. And it was hard to even get the IV going because her veins were so dehydrated that they they collapsed. I had an I. They tried putting an IV in me seven times before they could get a vein because my veins kept collapsing every time that they inserted the catheter into my vein. Yeah. Hopefully a doctor's listening because it would be really nice if they knew what the heck was going on. Yeah, so they find out I have pancreatitis. My pancreas is just jacked. And then on top of that, they finally run a mono test again and a strep test, and mono comes back positive. This is the seventh test I've taken now for mono. It comes back positive. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Do you want to say anything? Yeah, it's just, it's crazy to me that, like, our bodies, well, I believe our bodies, our minds, and spirits are really interconnected, and when you were younger, you would get a lot of ear infections, and you also, you know, you had, like, adenoid issues, and you were sick for that year, remember? I was, I was sick for a year. We should think about that year. What was going on in that year? You I were don't know. so sick. I remember we moved. We did. Didn't we move? Because you were sick in Garden Farms. Yeah. And you were sick in Nogales, the but then you got your adenoids out. And you did get better after the adenoids were I out. did. I got better when they were removed. Once again, though, that's that throat chakra. It's always, that's where my stuff gets. Yeah. They're like bags of germs. Anyway, so... And your lymph stuff's always My lymph stuff's always, yeah. So I got super sick. I got out of the hospital finally, and then it took a long time to recover. And I was so exhausted. Barely did anything all summer, and I was just devastated and so depressed because my whole, all of my plans had changed. The day I got put in the hospital, my boyfriend left and couldn't talk to me anymore because he went on his mission. So I was just sitting in the hospital bed alone. Just nobody would come visit me. It was terrible. And then this is maybe related slash unrelated. Not sure. Yeah, not yesterday. A few days ago, I realized that a bunch of weird stuff has been happening at our house. That is associated with like me and that one bad, bad feeling spirit that I had. I had felt back in Provo. What about Jackie? No, don't say anything about Jackie. No, 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 no. No, I mean, you talked to Jackie today. Oh, I did talk to Jackie. And it was all good. Yeah, it was all good. When when did it turn from all good to all bad? Oh. Oh. Okay, we'll talk about that after. Okay. Anyway. So, um, weird stuff has been happening since I got home, which I realized has been happening like this whole time. So when I was in Las Vegas visiting Ryan's family, I'm fine. Sleep- like I can sleep by myself. I'm fine. And then Ryan, I-, I ended up going to sleep and then I woke up scared because I felt like something's watching me from the closet and I freaked out and that I literally got out of my bed at Ryan's house, walked in the- went into my boyfriend's bedroom, woke him up to lay with me so that I could fall asleep. So, p- 
poor Ryan, he literally, what a saint, comes with me to my bedroom and lays with me until I fall asleep so that I'm not scared, and then goes back to his bedroom and goes to sleep. And this happens for like two or three nights in a row. And then after I'm sick here, Ryan's on his mission and stuff, um, there's a few days ago from today, I get a weird feeling that there's like something in our closet and then I go, oh my gosh, I forgot all of these things that have been happening. The whole time I've been home, doors have been opening and closing like randomly. And like but not when I'm home. But not when my mom's home, just when I'm home alone. They'll open and close and open and close and open and close. And it's super freaky. Obviously, like that's doesn't that doesn't happen on a general basis. And then I mom had a dream. You want to talk about your dream? Yeah. So I had this crazy dream the other night. It was very simple. Julie and I were walking in the dream. I don't even know where or what we were doing, just walking. And this guy comes walking towards us. And for whatever reason, I kind of got in front of Julie because I didn't want him getting Julie, whatever that meant. And he had a really vacant stare. He was in his early 20s, kind of kind of like greasy looking dude. His hair was like a little below his ears, kind of like a dirty blonde. Um, and his eyes were just vacant, but they were filled with like an evil spirit and he had a flannel on and he just, just kept coming at us with this crazy look in his eye. And, and he like went for Julie, but then like just went to me since I kind of was in the way and he put his hands around my neck and pushed me up against the wall, but it was so slow. Like everything was slow-mo. And he just looked at me and was choking me and said, Satan, like really creepy. And, um, and I looked at Julie and I said, run. And that was my dream. And I woke up like, (gasps) like gasping for air. And, um, and I get out of bed and like, I haven't been scared like that. Oh my gosh. I don't even know how long, like, I don't know. And I like went into Julie's room and I was like, Hey, I had a bad dream. Can I sleep with you? And she's like, Oh yeah. So then she came and slept with me. So yeah. And then the night after that, I'm sleeping. And then in my dream, all of a sudden a guy comes up and starts choking me out. Like the same, same description and starts choking me. And I wake up in real life with gasping and I'm like, (gasps) and I, it was so scary. And I run to mom's room and I'm like, mom, please sleep with me. Like I can't sleep alone. This is terrifying. And so in the morning I told her what was happening and we were like, we realized that our dreams were like remarkably similar. Very similar, like creepy. And then that day I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot to tell you that like doors have been opening and closing really weirdly. And I'm looking at her going, how would you forget to tell me that? And I'm like, I have no idea. And then I'm like, oh yeah. And like, I I keep falling asleep and feeling something's watching me from the closet. And she's like, what, what? And I'm like, oh yeah. And like, I'll wake up gasping a lot. And she's like, what? Julie, I'm like, Julie, why aren't you telling me these things? These aren't normal things. And I'm like, I don't know. I keep forgetting. And that was the weird part is that Julie tells me every, everything, everything, every minute detail. Yeah. So for her to forget to tell me things, not because I have asked her to tell me anything. It's just like her personality. I don't just, forget. I she don't. just like tells me stuff. But for her to like not tell me like those big sort of things is so strange. It's just uncharacteristic. Like that's not Julie. So, anyway, 
I'm like, I'm kind of scared to go in the house now that I've identified that this is like a weird paranormal thing. And mom's like, it's okay. Like, we'll fill it with good vibes. We'll go into the house. We'll put general conference on and we'll make us the most annoying roommates to something that would be evil. And I was like, you're right. Okay. So we go into the house. I'm a little on edge. Okay. Oh, you are extremely on edge. You are quite a basket case at this point. I am. I was already really nervous. Yeah. And putting, I had taken off everything off my walls, like all my church stuff. So I was like, I'm going to put it back up. Because we're moving. So yeah, we're moving. So mom puts on general conference in the living room on a speaker and like has it there. So I go into my bedroom and I'm putting things on the wall and I'm trying to tape this picture on the wall and the tape will not stick it, it's a picture of Jesus. it's a picture of christ praying. and i'm putting it yeah praying and i'm putting it on the wall and it literally keeps falling off because i was just like well even though we're moving and stuff and we just took a bunch of things down maybe let's put some things up that will spiritually lift us up. lift us up and if there's any negative energy or whatever's going on It'll it, it won't like, want to be here because it'll be like Ugh, i don't know it's too Jesus y around. Yeah, here. so I'm trying to put this picture of Christ up and it keeps falling off the wall, the tape. The tape will literally not stick. And I'm like, that's so weird. So mom's walking down the hallway at the speaker and you can hear President Nelson all down the hallway and she's fine. She's standing outside of my door with the speaker. It's going perfectly fine. And we're talking. And I'm then I'm like, oh, hey, let's see. This is great. I have get all conference on it's gonna fill the house yeah, she's the literally right outside the threshold of my door and then she takes one step in the threshold of my door the speaker passes the threshold and it goes and completely cracks out and like stops and i freak out drop the picture and run i ran outside it was really it was really creepy terrifying i'm holding the speaker and it's like like blah 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 and then it was like and then as soon as she takes a step outside like, of no. my and then as soon as she takes a step outside of my door it's perfectly fine again yeah and i'm like, like oh my gosh. so i run as fast as i can and then i go outside and i'm literally paralyzed pa- yeah. like just paralyzed with fear mm-hmm. it was so scary so we call my brother because we're like what, what are we gonna do like what the heck do we do with this yeah and it's Robert. like Robert and I are both trained in energy work, clearing spaces, body work, and I'm intuitive good at healing, that and like just like readings, like all this, all this stuff, right? This is beyond me. I don't even like. I need more than me to go in there and like do a whole house cleansing because Julie needs somebody to be with her. I was terrified. I can't be with her and do a house cleaning. I'm still and it was, scared talking about it. It's scary. Yeah. It's, it's not as bad though. It's not as bad, but it was, it was terrifying. Yeah. So we called Robert and Lacey and they came over, brought their salt, black candle, San, Santo. What is that stuff called? San, San Lento, whatever. Whatever it is. Santo Paulo. Santo. Paulo Santo. Paulo Santo. Santo. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking of San Paulo. Anyway, so they clean the house. They get the bad spirit out. And afterwards, Robert comes out and he goes, so I think I found something. And it was really evil. And I was like, okay, where? And he goes, I sat in your bedroom closet in the... I didn't tell him where it was. He sat in my bedroom closet in the dark. Because he's like, that's where it was. And I was like, I know. That is where it is. And I was like, I knew it. And it's interesting because all the doors that were opening and closing were closet doors. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know why closets are the place. But they're the place for this dude. Anyway, so Robert got it out. 
I have yet to sleep in my bedroom. I sleep out in the living room now because I'm we made a massive couch bed. I'm literally terrified to go. I will not sleep alone, and I will not sleep in my bedroom. So I sleep with my mom on the couch. Yep. As a 19 year old, it it was that scary it that, that I'm scary. not even gonna even bat an eye. It was so freaky. Yeah, I'm like I will go and sleep with my my brother before I go and sleep in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, that's our experience lately and maybe it's tied to my sicknesses because I haven't been as fatigued as I have been previously and as soon as Robert like cleaned it my swelling in my lymph nodes went at least stopped instantly and I don't know how that has not happened in months so anyway yeah maybe it's related that would be really amazing but I'm not sure so that's what we have for you today on Absolutely Vibin'. Vibin'. And this is Julie, and I am, once again, the curly hair half of the podcast. I'm the gray-haired. I don't want to be the gray. Why are we doing hair? You can what be, because that's what my What We Say podcast does. You can be straight hair podcast. You don't have to be. I'm not. I don't have straight hair anymore. You can be the, I'm going through menopause part of the podcast. Oh, I'm perimenopausal. Podcasting. That's awesome. I'm kidding. Okay. Yay. Anyway, it's Julie and Karen here. Yay, menopause. And we Wow, that guy's are, like totally on that guy's. And mind. we are absolutely vibing. Absolutely vibing.